Hi, welcome back to the Gopher Guys. This is James DePoint. I'm joined by a good buddy here, Pete Carlson. The show is brought to you by Rock Solid Financials. You can reach out to them with all your tax, bookkeeping, and accounting needs. Find them on the World Wide Web at rocksolidfinancials.com. Pete, we are back after a few weeks respecting COVID protocol and all. Um, and we missed out on some good. We missed out on some not so good. We um, board back. Are we ready for this? Or let's do it. Yeah. Good to be here. Good. Um, let's really quickly, and when I mean really quickly, I mean really quickly, touch on the obvious since we did miss the Bowling Green uh, recap. So we will, out of respect for our job and professionalism, we will cover it. Yep. Uh, because that's what we do. So a brutal 10 to 14 loss to the mighty Bowling Green Falcons, where we were a 31 and a half point favorite. I'm not a betting man, but I was told you couldn't even bet on the line for that game because it was that much of a favorite. How on earth did we blow that game at home, mind you, at the bank to a team like that? Like, how does that, I mean, I mean, is there any takeaways that you can even pull from that? Or is this where you just throw it to the wind and you just say, it's the worst game in the Fleck era. It was awful. Everyone was bad except the defense was decent. Everything that could go wrong went wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tanner pulled his first, uh, you know, read. Yeah. And then he fumbled on the play. Yes. I mean, that's the kind of day it was. Yeah. So, I mean, just everything that it was awful. The offensive line was awful. We sucked. Yeah. And there you yep. go. And that's how you go from the week before being a pick 'em game and win by 30 to a 30 point favorite and then losing just because, I mean, that's the good, bad, and ugly of college football right there. Yeah. But it, it, I mean, that's the first time that's happened under, under Fleck where he's lost a bad one. Two yep. years ago, he had a couple that looked like they might go that yep. way. So I don't know how we were 30 point favorites. We shouldn't be the 30 point no. favorites on anybody because no. all we do is play down to our opponents. Correct. So that that's my comments. It was awful. It was yep. miserable. But we move on. Yeah. Well, you're nicer than I am. That's for <clears> sure. Um, well, certain if, if it became a trend, I'd be more concerned about yes. it. Yes. No, I agree. I I think that becomes a product though of how when we play that conservative, we get into a potential rut where if it doesn't, if things don't happen right away, mm-hmm. and since we try and slow down the game so much, if you don't score during that, and you're playing at this slow, you know, wind down the clock the whole forty seconds. You don't get in much of a rhythm, you know what I mean? And you're almost boring yourself to sleep because, like, if you don't score right away, you're like, gosh, we're playing against Bowling Green and it's the end of the first quarter and we haven't scored yet. What It doesn't even matter. I'm sure whatever the score was at the end of the first quarter, I mean, it's just... Yeah, well, we're up 3-0. We're up 3-0, right? So you feel like it's like, oh, my gosh, we're only up 3-0 against Bowling Green. These guys are terrible. So we never really got in any sort of a flow whatsoever. Um, but that's, that gets back to where I think that's on Mike Sanford where he needs to spark something, right? Check yeah. a ball deep for crying out loud. Like, you know, if we, and we'll, we'll talk about Purdue in a second. I mean, that was the one thing <clears throat> that I think he maybe learned from, um, just taking a few bombs downfield and good things can happen, especially when it's one-on-one coverage, just chuck it down there and see what happens. And we had a few great ones, um, 
downfield for some 50 yard gains that we open the game with a 50 yard or the second half with a 50 yard bomb. So it's just doing stuff like that. It's not rocket science with some of it. It's just, you know, taking a few risks once in a while. You know what I mean? The worst thing that can happen is an interception, but it's a 50 yard punt basically. You know what I mean? So yeah, I I agree. I mean, I agree. I think they need to do something different. I think they keep hoping that, Oh, we're just gonna wear them down. Yes, and we're all we need is one drive. Our yes. defense is playing well. Yes, and it's all good. Like that. Like that was the game plan. That was we're just gonna plan. control it because we're better yep. than them. Yep. And it was almost just that cocky attitude of there's no way we're gonna lose, so we'll just control the ball and yep. get our two touchdowns, maybe three, and we'll just stop them on defense. Like yeah, that that doesn't always work. We're not good enough to just do that it was it was almost like we didn't want to show any new stuff like we're playing first game just run our vanilla offense and see what happens like mm-hmm. that was disappointing so a tough one um yes all of gopher land was was turning against each other there um but then move ahead 2013 win over purdue on the road which is a great way to bounce back high level thoughts with that one yeah, like you said, they took the big shots and they made a, made a lot of them, and yep. that was a difference. I mean, it was a rainy game and they really threw the ball pretty decent. Yep. You know, Ottman Bell had a couple drops, I think, that could have even made it. Yeah, better. He, had a, he had a few. Few. So I mean, they did it. They did enough though, and they did. You know, so they they got the job done. But basically, the difference was no mistakes and and deep shots. Yeah. I mean, otherwise, everything else was pretty boring as well in terms of the run game so i thought you know it's a great bounce back win yep needed that after that low point the week before so yep i think i think for me the biggest one their defense won us that game right and the ironic part of all this the theme is the exact opposite of what we thought was going to be at the beginning of the year we thought our offense was going to carry us the only question would be how good would our defense be right and now it's our defense is actually the only one that's keeping us in games because our offense can't figure it out Right, so um, our offensive line is not as good as everyone thought, right? which is weird, right? I think that's got to be it. I mean, the pass protection is not great, yeah. Um, and then when Tanner's not super mobile, that creates issues, yeah. But and then they're not getting a lot of lanes yeah. for running. Colorado, they looked good. Colorado yeah. looked like you know huge lanes anybody could run through. But yes. really, other than that, I mean, Mole was around in the first game and they ran the ball pretty decent there yeah. without. Who knows if that was Mo or, yep. or what. But the consistency of the offensive line um, is much more concerning and surprising because I thought that would be the strong, the strong suit of the... The anchor of it all. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I hate being just on repeat here, but Mike Sanford, there has to be a level of accountability with him where he's got to figure out something. He's got to in-game adjust to things because yeah. it's it, we're not adjusting to anything. When they're loading the box, eight, nine guys, we're seeing some nine-man nine boxes with it where it's like they're literally daring you to pass the ball, and we're still just stubborn enough to just ram our heads right in there. Like, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? I, I want to be able to see a little creativity out of him. I loved how he – I will give him props – for Purdue that he actually took some shots downfield, but a little more creativity would be awesome of, of getting some jet sweeps going opposite directions and, and some play action through that. Um, you got Bucko Irving for crying out loud. That's a speedster. Get him involved with, with some of that yeah. stuff. Um, so I think Sanford's 
half the problem. I'd say 75% of our problem. And I would come back to, which is leads in segue to my next question of, we'll, we won't even use a name. We'll just say the person that was playing quarterback at Bowling Green, right? So we're just yep. going to keep it objective yep. here. The quarterback for Minnesota, his stats, I'm going to read you his stats. So I won't even give you his name here, Pete. He went in, this was like preseason. There was even a Heisman talk for this, for the quarterback I'm about to talk this about. This year? This year, yes. Or last year? It was It was last year slash okay. a Just little sure bit of, yeah. Get your facts right there. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, there was, there was some mild hype, mainly 2020. I'll, I'll give you that. But there was still chatter of it, okay? This quarterback went 5 of 13, Pete. 5 of 13 for a whopping 59 yards. Uh, any touchdowns, Pete? No is the answer. Two interceptions. Two interceptions there. And this is against the mighty Bowling Green Falcons at home, perfect conditions. Zero wind, sunshine, blue sky, zero excuses. Five of 13, Pete. Five of 13. So without mentioning his name, is that the guy you want at quarterback? Uh, uh, no. If you play like that all the time, no. No, okay. Yeah, I mean, it was a terrible game. He got sacked four times. He did. He did. But that's because he's a mobile. He, he, he ran it. The funny he's thing a mobile. Is, he looks like a 49-year-old quarterback. And no offense to our 49-year-old listeners, but out of all due respect, they shouldn't be playing quarterback either. Yep. He looks like he's 40. He got sacked four times, but half of those are his fault. I, I don't know what you... You're right. It was a terrible game. I'm not going to argue with you on that. So where's his accountability? Or yeah. I, I'm saying, or does... We'll use his if, name now. If you use percentages, it, I like your percentages. I would say so far this year, it's 50% offensive line inconsistency. Yeah. 35, 30%... Offensive coordinator, because okay. the offensive coordinator, I keep on that bandwagon, and just it's hard to watch the yes. play calling. Yeah. So that leaves twenty percent less left. I'd say ten percent of it's the quarterback, ten percent of it's the wide receiver core that's been. We can't even get the same three guys on the field. No, that's true. Every single game. Yeah. So, you know, since everyone goes to the quarterback first, I go to the quarterback last. I mean, I, you think I, he's only ten percent of the reason? Yeah. Really. That's all I got. 10%. So what's your thought? Well, Kramer. We'll, I mean, we'll, it, we'll, Bowling Green is an anomaly. It just was so awful on so many fronts. I mean, it, I don't mean, I don't analyze an anomalies. I mean, it just, it's, there's no good in doing it. I mean, just like, what do you say? That's, it's, but the, the whole we, team, I mean, the but whole it's team not like he's a, been lightening it up this year. I mean, uh, he's been adequate. I know, but adequate in a that's not the problem though. System so, offense. So why don't we address the wide receivers? Why don't we address the offense line? How your quarterback can't be at peak condition when everyone else sucks. Yeah. Especially a game manager type quarterback. Yeah. So I think he makes the throws, the deep ball throws just fine, and he's been putting the ball on the money, and that's all you can ask for him. Does he get a lot of opportunities to pass the ball? No, thirteen times in a game. Yeah. Um. Running, he's not mobile. They got to protect him. Yeah, they don't protect him. So I mean, it just there's yeah. a lot. There's a lot of reasons. So what's your thought on Kramer? Obviously, we haven't 
I don't think he's ever attempted a forward yeah. pass yet. So we have no idea if he can pass. But, I mean, he can obviously run. Yep. He's super tough. He's an Eden Prairie kid. He's first cousins with Carter Coughlin. So yep. he comes from a good pedigree. I kind of want to see him step back there for a series or two. See what he can do. I mean, are you at least curious to see what he could do? No, I'm not. You're not. You're no. not. You're not curious at all to see what Kramer well, can sure, do. Sure, I'd like if we could play like just fun games to just see how different people play. Yes, but <laughs> I mean that's not how the real world works. Well, we're playing Nebraska here that we'll talk about in a minute. That's going to be an easy game. Can't we just throw them back there? You could throw. You can. I I don't know what we walk through change, Nebraska. I'm right? not going to change my mind. So I mean, and that's okay. I I respect people that disagree with it, but yeah, I'm not throwing Tanner Morgan to the wayside. He, so would I, you? So let's. let's I think say he's this. our best option at quarterback. Okay. I think how we respond in the Purdue game is what you'd expect from Tanner. Yeah. Is he's harder, hard, hard on himself and responds every single time he has a bad game. He always has a bounce back game. And I'll give him that. he's he's playing the best within his system he's been given. Yeah. And I think the system is not elite this year. It's out yeah. of sync. And I don't know if that's. I don't think that's the core. If you pull the quarterback out there, I think it'd be worse. I think yeah. he's that stable. I, I think you don't get you're not no one's gonna give credit for stability, but it it matters. Is there now this is jumping back here, because now my mind's really going. Was there a reason when we were at the bowl game in 2019 when we watched the Gophers a fantastic team beat Auburn, right? And there yes. was stuff they did during that game offensively that I remember turning to you and going Wow, that yeah. was really creative. Like, just realistically, that was just like, wow, that was really creative. That was awesome. I never saw that coming. Just shifts and motions and this and that. And I was thinking, oh, they're probably doing this out of that. Oh, wow, they're doing this. But that was Matt Simon calling that game. Yeah. Keep in mind, right? Because yeah. Shiraka already left. That was Matt Simon calling that game. Why... And this is obviously reverting back to a two-year-old question, but why did PJ not, what did he not see? What did he not like in Matt Simon that we didn't hook our wagon to him? Like, why Why didn't we roll with that? Mm-hmm. Like, is there a reason I'm missing here? Because I feel like we'd be two years rolling right now, right? Could be. I don't know. Or we just needed to switch it up with... With Mikey Sanford, he was going to be the... He has been unimp- unimpressive so far. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's. It, I think if there's if the offense does not improve, you will see some changes. Yeah. But you don't usually make knee-jerk reactions early in the season based on a, a game. So. Yeah. So let's say hypothetically here, getting back to Tanner, let's say hypothetically he... Just absolutely. Let's say he goes 5 of 13. Let's just use the same numbers just for theory's sake. Okay? He has the same numbers. 5 of 13, 59 yards, two touchdowns against Nebraska on Saturday. Okay. Is he your guy the next week against Maryland? <laughs> you just gonna, I, 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 I'm, just, I'm just asking the questions for the people. I'm just asking the questions. Yeah. I'm, I'm just I'm just saying it's a fair uh, question. I have to ask funny. the question. What is this? ESPN here? Are you trying to? Get no, me I'm that? not trying to do. I'm not trying to. What? I'm just asking the question. 
it when that time comes, I'll I'll figure it out. It depends how the five for thirteen looks. So you can't give me a you can't give me an answer. No, it's a stupid it's a stupid question. That's not that's an absolutely realistic question. Okay, have another Bowling Green game. Yeah, I'll have to see how good the offensive line blocked. Was he protected? Okay, it's a number of things. Fine, I'll just say yes, so you can feel okay. I'll say yes if he has another game like that. Go put in the backup, and you'll be like, oh. Now everyone's everyone sees the backup. They're like, oh, now we know why Tanner Morgan's the guy that's playing. And that could that. be. And that's, that's fine. Be. But I, I don't want to do that in the middle of a senior season yeah. of someone that you kind of know what you got. Yeah. So. But at that point, if we went, he went 5-13 and we lost to Nebraska at home, at that point you might as well see what else you got. Sure. You know what I mean? Because at that point you're not – if we lose to Nebraska, we're well, not I mean, we're not losing – Winning the rest of them. I mean, like yeah, you you you're got a lot of problems. Yes, but I will I will agree with you on this. I will say I think our I feel like I've said this thirteen times. Our offensive coordinator is a far bigger issue, and I mean by double by tri- whatever number you want to associate to it, is a far bigger issue than our quarterback. Mm-hmm. I I mean I think I think. Kirk Shiraka put Tanner in some really good positions where he just had to execute the throw, right? He just had to – he created the plays that made him wide open, and Tanner literally just had to put it on the put it on the money, and he was Just fine. like that. Just, just know, like that. Just simple. Just simple. One of the right? highest percentage completions in goal for history. Just simple. Well, okay, but I'm not seeing him doing that now. So either he regressed and got worse, or, it, or like you said – yeah. Or it is an offensive coordinator issue, and then at that point, why isn't PJ addressing it? That's that's my that's my thing. I mean, yeah. why why is he not incorporating Matt Simon more? Why is he not? I don't know. I am I am super curious this Nebraska game to see because there was a rain element to it on against Purdue, but it was interesting how many deep balls were thrown. You know what I mean? And I wonder how much of that was because PJ said. This is ridiculous. We gotta, we gotta Probably. change something, right? Yeah. So um, we'll see. We'll see how that. We'll see how that progresses and goes. Um, development after the Purdue game just bizarre and weird and sad and um, et cetera, et cetera. With Trey Potts' situation, so obviously an undisclosed injury. We're not going to speculate on the reason for it or whatever, because I don't think it's respectful to him nor his family. Um, But where does that put us? Obviously, PJ came out saying that he's not going to return for the rest of the year. Um, Where does that put us realistically? Are we able to keep rolling without him realistically? Or where do you think that puts us? I don't know. I mean, it's... Well, first of all, just watching the game, I didn't know anything happened. And all of a sudden, I see yeah. on Twitter, like everyone, um, this is tough. You go back down two running backs mm-hmm. with that caliber, I think it's we're, we're struggling. Can't get receivers on the field. Yeah. Uh, Dale and Rach be back after his personal yeah. tragedy that was. I mean, it lost his brother, I guess. Yeah. That's sad. I mean, and, and then Crab, is, is he ever going to be healthy this year? Yeah. We're in trouble. Yeah. We're in trouble, and that I mean that's why, I mean, the only thing stable you have is is Morgan, in my opinion. Even if it's not the best version of Morgan, I get that. Yeah. Um, no, we're in trouble. 
Wow. I think we're I haven't I haven't heard this I mean, from Pete before. Well, the offensive line has been Now you're worrying me. Now I'm I, reflecting I, here. I mean, the offensive line has been inconsistent. The defense, I guess, maybe we become a defensive team, which is just ironic. Yeah. Uh yeah, no, it's a tough loss. I mean, I don't know if these third and fourth and fifth backs can take the load. Yeah. Um, it's a big drop off after Bucko. Yeah. So I don't know. What do you think? I mean, it's okay. So I'll say two things. One, it it, it stinks about Trey Pye. You hate losing a guy due to injury, right? So that's never never great. Uh, and I actually really like Trey Potts. He surprised me. I, I said that I was dead wrong when we lost Mo. I thought we were done for when Trey yep. Potts was going to be our main guy. But Trey Potts has done well. I've been, I was more than impressed with what he did and what he offered. Um, so I, I will say that. But I am excited to see Kai Thomas and Buck Irving go. I really am. I, I think they are super fun. I was watching a lot of Kai Thomas's. Uh, and Buck Irving's high school, high, obviously their highlights, but you can gather where their strengths are and what they what they do. They're fun backs, and we saw a little bit of that against Colorado. Obviously, you know who knows if it was first string, second string, whatever. But I'm excited to see those two go. I think they split carries. I'd like to see Kai Thomas go first. He's a bigger back, um, but I'd like to see. Those two split it. It's at home. Should be comfortable there. Uh, I don't want to see Bryce Williams. I don't want to see Cam Wiley. There's no reason. Mm-hmm. Unless unless they really need... Unless Kai Thomas and Bucko Irving can't sustain that many carries. Unless they're you know winded or whatever else. Just roll with those two. Bryce Williams isn't going to be yours. Cam Wiley said a thousand times. Not going to be it. Go between those two and see what we got. But... That to your point, that puts a lot of pressure. They're two true freshmen in an offense that is run heavy. You know, we're probably seventy to seventy five percent run to pass, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that that's putting a lot of pressure and now that goes into you know, well, we can segue whenever here into Curtis Dunlap Jr. entering the transfer portal. You know, so we're down another lineman. So that makes it a little interesting with all that going on but um i will say i'm cautiously excited hmm, to see good. those two i i think it's gonna be fun yeah kai, I, I mean kai thomas really hasn't played at all i, I was thinking except bryce, colorado colorado he played yeah well, okay yep it seems that bryce williams would be the guy that would get more action than him but yeah maybe not Br- bryce williams last time he carried but he fumbled uh that he fumbled against i believe it was purdue he got one, was it Purdue or could have been the one before against Bowling Green. He fumbled one time. It was the, his very first one, and PJ never put him back in. That's how Bucko got the call, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. That's when Bucko came in. And then Bucko never. It must have been in Colorado, I think. Yeah. And yeah. so, I don't know. I think I think Bryce Williams is, is not going to be seeing much, I think. I mean, it was one fumble. I get it, but Bryce went, I yeah. I, well, maybe, I could eat my words, know, but I, I do not see... I've seen enough of Bryce, seen enough Cam. Let's not waste our yeah. energy there. Well, maybe we'll be pleasantly surprised by three and four here. Bucko and Kai. I, I think mean, it could I, be I, awesome. I, 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 I think they're so exciting back. Yeah. I mean, I really, really think they're going to be awesome. They may not be awesome this year, yeah. but they're going to be really good. So, I don't know. Unleash the beast. I think... 
I think it could be really fun. And like I said, we could be sitting here a week from now and I'll, yep. you know, hiding in the corner. But I, I think I think it's going to happen. It's just a matter of when. So, um, speaking of Curtis Dunlap, though, what what's your thought? I mean, trans just announced entering the transfer portal midseason. Obviously, he did this last year. So, who knows if if he's just a head case or whatever. But, I mean, what do you draw from this, if anything? Let him go. I mean, just seems like, uh, who knows, right? Something's yeah. going on there. Yep. Something's going on. Like you said, he did it last year. Then he pulled his name. Yeah. I mean, he is buddies with Follow Lately, right? Yeah. So, but, I don't know. He's, something's going on there. Yeah. It's too bad to see. He's good. He's a good lineman. Yeah. Part of the future, but... Um, I don't even know. You don't even know what to say. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a weird move. He, I mean, he was the sixth guy. He wasn't starting, so, I mean, he was the guy rotating in, but we do plenty of six and seven linemen formations where it's not like he's not getting playing time. Yeah. But I think he thought he was going to start, and maybe PJ promised him if he came back he would start. He'll definitely start next year. Yeah. But I think he's just bitter and mad and whatever else. But I'd like to think this unites us. You know what I mean? Anytime you have... A big change like that usually brings people together, uh, but it can also pull people apart, right? Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see if it unites us or separates us. I'd like to think it's the first, and it really unites the group, and maybe he was a distraction. I mean, who knows? Maybe that's maybe that's what was how we were playing, how we haven't sure. lived up to it. Maybe he's you know behind the scenes just creating drama, and there, maybe there's awkwardness in the O-line and Room. Yeah, you know what I mean. Can you put your offensive coordinator in the portal? Um, you know you could, or you could just can him. You could just can him too. That would you can can him at halftime. I feel like that would be great if PJ said at halftime, "Hey, Maddie Simon, you yeah. remember how to call oh, plays? Sanford, yeah, <laughs> yep. Can you step up for the second half and win us this football game? That's what I'd love to see. Okay, can PJ step up? I'm Pete. I I won't. I don't want to be negative, but I mean. I, we need to do something bold like that, right? Everyone thought it was crazy when I brought up the Tanner thing. I feel like this is my next new thing. We just need to can Mike Sanford, put in Simon, and let him do his thing. Yeah. I think he really thought that Simon was like, since he was a lowly wide receiver coach, you know, he just kind of thought, ah, oh, this is kind of too big for him. So I'm going to bring in a big proven offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. What is he doing? Right? I mean, it's not, a good, it's not a good resume. No, no, it's not a good resume. So we, we won't go back there. Um, let's move on to this Saturday against the mighty Nebraska Cornhuskers coming to town. How many how many fans do you think we're going to see? Is it going to be a sea of red? When, I'm going to be at the game. Taking, uh, taking my youngest 65, there. 65, 35 maybe? Are you kidding me right now? No. Go for go for the Nebraska. You're maybe, saying maybe seventy five twenty five. Maybe that's a little aggressive. Seventy five twenty five. Go for the Nebraska. Sure, that's a pretty good Nebraska showing. It usually is. No, if we if we hadn't lost the Bowling Green, I bet they got they got to feeling pretty be, good down there in Lincoln. They actually looked like they were showing some signs of life this year. They are, and everyone's getting all excited. We got the yeah. Nebraska buddy that I'm sure you know as well. That's saying this is this is the. Uh, well, top of, ten team that just happened to trip on trip on a rock on, and yeah. drop three games somehow. So best three and four team in the nation. I've heard. I've heard it all about this team. It's crazy. You think they're legit? They seem better. 
Okay. You're not impressed, though. No. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just being the agitator. Okay. Uh, they, they, what's they, what's I mean, your they, prediction, then? Give me your prediction. So, it, or your thoughts, either one. I mean, I think I, I'm worried about where they go for Zarat. There's just too much going yes. on. Too much nonsense. Yes. There's a lot of noise. Uh, Tanner just got engaged. Yeah, what the? In the over Austin. the bye week? Yeah, is that are you okay with that? Or should well, he put on his whole life on hold until he's done playing? Well, it fits, it fits his narrative of like the old man, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, like. Hey, I'm all for people getting married in college. That's how my wife did. You know, we did it. Hey, so. we got married right out of college, too. Like, I'm with him. Yep. But, my gosh. It, to a gopher? I'm assuming she's a gopher. She better be a golfer. Yeah. 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 I'm assuming. It's so, I mean, maybe, you know, but you got to start paying the bills when you get engaged. So maybe he's got to step he, up. And he's getting the NIL. He's got to I don't know, Subway or something. I don't know. It's not from the golfer guys. I can tell you that. That's true. That's true. I, you know, I think, it, you know, it's, I think it'll be a hard fought game. Yeah. And I think the golfers are going to pull it out. 28-21. 28-21. If I had to put a number on it, I mean. Yeah. Oh man, but I. Nebraska, but we're coming out how, on top. How many times have we beat Nebraska in a row now? Did you do I think your... it's three. I haven't looked so at it. I think just, just like two, was it 2018, they beat us. Something like that. I don't know. We've had the upper hand. Frost has not been happy. This is, Keep in mind, this was where Frost actually gave a shout-out to PJ. Remember mm-hmm. when that cold-weather game when he was like, man, I wish my guys were as tough as you coming out there. Because remember, they came out shirtless. The yeah. Gophers came out shirtless. Yeah. And all of Nebraska came out in hoodies and they were shivering on the sidelines and he just called out his players and whatever else. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we'll Fleck has had Brahms number and Frost. And Frost. Number. Yeah. But they're I mean being down if I mean, hands down I'd pick the gophers, but with the injuries going on right now. Well, yeah. And I mean, the kind of chaotic yes. offensive line. There's that's so a many, concerning me. I mean Yes, we have some good, like we said, Kai Thomas, Booker, Irving, whatever. But let's keep in mind, we still lost our two top running backs in a run-heavy offense, right? You know, like, so that's still a huge factor that we can't ignore. Plus, we still don't have our top wide receiver, really. We haven't had him for one game. Yeah. He well, played Purdue a lot of snaps, yeah. Yes. Dropped a lot of balls, I guess. Yes. Uh, so, but we're coming off a of bye week. Coming off a of right? bye week. We should get healthy. We should Mike Sanford. What if they sh- throw the ball around just the whole game? They could. They say just forget about it. We gotta they, go pass. They could, but you know what I think they're probably gonna do. Be just knowing them, I bet they're gonna try and establish their prove that we can run the ball because they think we're gonna pass mm. because we lost our two running backs. I don't know. I can see it going both ways, but there is zero excuses. Mike Sanford has two weeks to prepare for this. I better see creativity. I better see some new plays. I better see yeah. some jet sweeps. I better see some, maybe even a reverse, some tight end dump, some waggles, some boots. I want to see it all, Pete. I want to see some legit action going on out on that field. So I have us, Pete, as a win for the good guys, 27-24. Ooh. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Me. So we don't see a loss this Saturday. It's I, I don't – I mean, okay, keep keep this in mind. And I, and I was saying this to a uh, good dear Husker fan friend. Uh, I was saying I could see us losing by 30, and I could see us winning by 30, and neither one would surprise me. I mean, that's mm-hmm. just how 
how just all over the board this team is. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just, yeah. it Same doesn't make sense, right? We, yeah. we beat Colorado by 30 and then we blow it to Bowling Green. The night. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't make sense, right? Yeah. So, but I'm going to believe in my heart of hearts, 27, 24, we're going to, we're going to roll with it. It's going to be good. We're going to go on. We have Maryland, Northwestern, Illinois. Then we see Iowa. Indiana, who's not great, then Wisconsin. So we, we could get on a nice little four-game run here, Pete, if we wanted to. Nebraska, Maryland, Northwestern, Illinois, right? Yeah, That sounds kind of sure. nice right there. If we could get hot, we could be talking November 13th going into Iowa there. We could be at 7-2, and two, which doesn't sound terrible, right? 7-2 and two going mm-hmm. into Iowa. Then it's looking like a fun season, right? So... There's still hope. That's right. I'm getting at, right? That's right. I like it. So, very good. Awesome. Well, thanks for tuning in. Follow us at the Gopher Guys, as always, on Twitter. Cheer on the Gophers this Saturday, 11 a.m. at the bank. Roll the boat. Sky Ma. Go Gophers.